You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat and stay up to date. Hi, you listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today, I'm going back stateside. I'm going back to Texas and I'm speaking to the part two of the wonderful Charlie Cope. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Don. How's it going? It's going great. I mean, it's been a busy few days. It's been a busy day at work. I say a few days. It feels like a few days. It just, time is just flying by. I mean, we're already like quarter of the way through March already. Uh, we made it a year. I know. I know. Oh, the year that must not be named, 2020. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's been long. It's been interesting. It interesting. Unique. Unique is yes. a nice phrase I like to try and use for 2020. Yeah. Oh, unique. so last time we spoke, you was about mm. to release some new music, and we're now at that point. Couple, a couple months after, a month or two afterwards. Uh, a month and three days after the single. A month and three days. Now the single, I really thought we'd make it. Mm-hmm. Now. I've been listening to it constantly on repeat the past few, when we, when I first, you know, when we reorganized and when you sent me the message as well saying, oh, singles, um, singles out now. And I love it. You do? I genuinely love it. Well, there's, there's three out now. Which do you think? I know last time you said Waller County was your favorite. Do you think this one's better or? I do. I, I, with each, with each, with each song, with with each with each listen actually it it feels like you can hear the progression you can hear you adapting to your sound you can hear that you're adapting to your tone and the one the one thought that i had when listening to i really thought would make it is you don't sound because you're 19 i just turned 20 just turned 20 happy birthday Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, people know that I can't sing, but I'm going to sing happy birthday to you. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Oh, well, 20. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Getting old. Getting old. <laughs> you're, ca- you're catching up to me. You catch. <laughs> that phrase always used to irritate me growing up. Oh, you one year closer to me. You're catching up to me. Well, n- no, because you'll go a year ahead of me the gaps don't get smaller you just stay the same oh well, i know plenty of people who have been 29 for a really long time you know yeah just like 29 39 for like four or five years i'm like mm, maybe i am catching up to you especially when people say oh yeah 20 21 <laughs> you've been 21 for 30 years love yeah <laughs> yeah all right but yeah i do i do find that you're your tone, you sound like you've got some like deep, deep experience. You know, when you hear somebody singing, you know, mm-hmm. pick out a name, Johnny Cash. Okay. You know, you can hear the experience in his voice and you can hear the pain and you can hear the hurt and you can hear, you know, particularly in like hurt, you, you really, with, I really thought we'd make it, you really show that emphasis in that, that heartache, that heartbreak, mm-hmm. you do it really well. Thank you. Yeah, I had a really hard time with that. And with 
my concerts, not a problem. It, it'd be weird for me not to. Uh, it's just second, yeah, know, second nature to me. But in the studio, it's a little different to me because I'm not, I'm not a studio person. You know, like the Beatles, they like being in the studio rather than the concert. And Stones were opposite. I'm more like the Stones. I want to be on stage. I want to see people. You know, um, having an emotional connection with people is what I do. But having an emotional connection with the wall on the other side of the microphone in a studio is a little weirder, you know? Yeah. Just to me. And it's a little a little hard to get emotional and all teary-eyed to just a gray wall. But uh, it, it, so it's, it took a little while to get there. It took a little while. So what, what, what do you do then when you go into a recording booth and you – you've got you've got to put yourself in that mind frame that you've you know in the song that you've you've lost somebody but you really as as the, as the name says you really thought you'd make it you really think the relationship's going to last how do you put yourself into that mindset do you have like certain scenarios in your head past you know past experiences anything like that um well you know i'm i'm still pretty new at this you know, mm-hmm. uh, I've only done three professional songs. And uh, so far what I've done is I've, cause all my good songs, um, you know, people, people tell me, come up to tell me, you know, oh my God, you're such an amazing songwriter, you know, especially with like, what about you lyrics? You know, the first line is I try laughing cause it's the only thing I ain't tried yet. People really liked that. Like, Oh my God, you're next, you're next, this person, you're next, this person. I got um, Jason Isbell a couple of times, you know, which is awesome. I love Jason Isbell. Um, Got a few other play, people's names that I, was, that I look up to. And um, I said, well, first of all, probably not the next one because they're still around. They're still doing stuff. Yeah. Someone wrote me an article. I was like, the next Ryan Adams. Ryan <laughs> Adams released a song like a couple months ago. So I don't think that's right at all. Also, I don't sound like him at all. I don't think. <laughs> I didn't but, think so either. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say um, Yeah. Oh. But, I mean uh, – I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I couldn't I I couldn't do that with you. You know, you normally when you listen to somebody you've got you know, you get similar tones of, oh yeah, I could I can hear a bit of this and that and I can hear a bit of I can hear a bit of this person. I can't with you. You know, because you the way you go about singing is to me unique. It to me it's very it's when I listen to your voice, I don't think of Jason Isbell. I think of Charlie Cope. Mm-hmm. And you know, to, you know, as as a podcaster, as a person who speaks with artists, you know, that's probably one of the best compliments I can kind of give. And it's so I can't. I I love it. I do. I genuinely, genuinely do. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, that's to to me. Uh, you know, my singing is kind of like the last thing. Like, I think my songwriting and playing like my guitar play and maybe bass and keys. And then like singing is like last. Yeah. So that, that does mean a lot to me. Thank you. Now, I really thought we'd make it. Did you, did you do it all in the studio? You know, did, did you do any of the instrumentation or did you have session musicians or a band or... Oh, um, my session musicians are all mostly my backing band. Yeah, uh, we had a we had a couple other guys, um, but uh, Nick Woodhouse, uh, Steve Riley uh, on the bass guitar, or sorry, bass mandolin and drums. I played the uh, rhythm guitar on this one. We had a uh, Phoenix Abo, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, fill in on the violin. He 
killed it. Um, I also played keys and of course vocals. Um, but I want, I, I prefer to have my guys play them yeah. because I, I know them. Um, there's some parts where, you know, like, what about you? The intro, the uh, musical intro was going to be longer. Yeah. And the guitar player was like, Ooh, this is, this is long enough. You need to cut it down. So he, he was right. I'm glad he did say that. He taught me into it. Um, in Waller County, the bum, 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 da, bum, bum. That was actually written by the bass player. Oh, really? So, yeah. And uh, he just kind of came up with it on the spot in practice one day. And, uh, you know, we, we played around with it a little bit. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's partially theirs, too. You yeah. know, it's you know, I, I have these guys come in and do it because they put their, you know, their time, their heart and soul and their experience on it because they're all older than me. Um, they're all, you know, highly trained musicians and I'm just some dude. Yeah. You're not just some dude though. I mean, <laughs> we went through this in, you know, the, in the first podcast, you know, you've, you've grown up, you know, you've, you've been a ranch hand, you've gone through basically, I mean, last time we talked, I believe you were setting up your own little studio, you know, you want, or you wanting to set up your own studio. And yeah, I want to, but that's, that's far ways away. It'd be so nice, but you know, it, you've got you know whether whether it's in the future, whether it's now, whether it's in the past. You know, end of the day, you've got aspirations. You know, you've got dreams. You've got kind. You can see that you've got a a route that you kind of want to go down. Now, obviously, everybody's routes always change as you go down the line. But with you, you know, you can really see that you're you're after it. You know, you're not wanting to just churn song after song after song out. You're wanting to bring out the best that you can. Mm-hmm. And like I say, you know, it, incre- it improves each time that we hear it. Thank you. Yeah, I, you know, I haven't been doing this very long. And I think a lot of people don't always realize that. You know, if they like when I went on tour last year um, and I toured through, uh, went through Houston. I played a couple of places in Houston and that's where I'm from. So people are like, wow, that was a lot better than two years ago or three years ago when I saw you. I was like, well, yeah, I was like 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, uh, but even now, you know, I played somewhere just like in September or something like that. And I did just a couple of weeks ago and they're like, wow, that was, that was your best show yet. And I was like, well, probably maybe, but maybe, maybe not, but it was just a lot better than last time because I'm better today. I, I practice constantly. I work constantly, you know? Yeah. No, to, you can see that though. I mean, like you say, you know, you're 19, you're right at the start of the career. You know, you're right at the start of everything. And, you know, the, the only way is up, you know, in my eyes, you know, what you what you're producing already is amazing and obviously everybody gets better and develop themselves and find their own sounds but you seem to have already found your sound mm-hmm. you know you already well, know what you want there's so much more i want to do because uh what about you waller county and i really thought we'd make it we're kind of like the trifecta to me mm-hmm. the album the three different points you got the rocky side more countryside and like that folkier side. Yep. Yeah. There's a little bit more, but you just kind of want to focus on those three different points. And, uh, and like later on, as we progress, we've already kind of mapped 
a lot of stuff out that I can't go into too much detail. I'll get in trouble for, <laughs> but, um, uh, you, cause like, I love Otis Redding. Yeah. Love old school soul music. Etta James. Um, you know, I'd rather go blind. It's awesome. You know, I, I love that old stuff. Um, my favorite song is blue moon of Kentucky by Bill Monroe. So bluegrass, I love bluegrass. Um, and I mean, even in, I really thought we make it, there was a little bit of, you know, with that mandolin solo kind of folky bluegrassy, you know, mm-hmm. actually, yeah. S- Steve came up with his entire solo and absolutely killed it. That's my favorite part of the song. Now, just beforehand, we mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll just chime. And you said that you were, um, you're starting to announce some possible new music out very, 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 very soon. Yeah. So it comes out this Friday, uh, the new song, Best Mistake I Ever Made. It has kind of a, all three points of that holy trifecta. Yeah. This, um, if it's not my favorite song on the upcoming album, it's it's definitely top like three or four, something like that. It's up there. It's up there. It's a really cool song, really upbeat, energetic, and it talks in it has a lot more of my influences. I think you can hear it. If they're not, you know, like, um, you know, little Tom Petty, little t- Turnpike Tribadors and Flatland Calvary, stuff like that. It's kind of all over the place. And oh, yeah, really? it's, it's a little all over the place with my influences, but it's still kind of funneled into a focused kind of power driven, energetic song. That sounds, that sounds really interesting. I mean, when you go into, you know, for the fact, the best mistake I've ever made, and your last single was I really thought would make it. Mm-hmm. Are they kind of like the same story, but like one's the negative aspect and one's kind of the positive aspect or. Ooh, they're not, not. Um, cause, <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of like I, I, I was saying before, and I always have a habit of getting off topic, but uh, um all my songs, all my best songs, you know, I've written so many, I've written songs about, you know, everything, mm-hmm. but uh, my, my best songs and people tell me, you know, dude, this is awesome. I love this. I love that. Um, I did not write it. That's, all right. that's the thing that, that gets everybody. I did not write it. I just wrote it down. Okay. You know, this, I really thought, you know, like for someone special, I mean, uh, sorry, that's something different. Uh, like, what about you, for example? Um, I, in, you know, a couple of years ago, I was, always, I'm always a very goofball kind of person, you know? And so I try laughing cause it's the only thing I ain't tried yet. You know, I lived it. I just wrote it down, you know, yeah. I didn't come up with it. I just observed it and wrote down. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. I, I could have I could have come up with a much better way of saying that. <laughs> so in terms of experience then with it, would you say you was for example, sat at a sat on a park bench and you was watching out and you saw some people in the distance and looking at the way they reacted with each other kind of inspired the song? It was more my personal relationship with someone. Okay. Yeah, and they were really all, because, you know, on every single 
um, it has already said somewhere on the cover for someone special. I don't yeah. know if you noticed. Um, every time I play a show, I have to say that before I start playing. Um, it's just kind of my thing. Um, and someone special, um, I can't mention her, her name, unfortunately. That's fine. Many, many, many people have tried. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you've seen any of the other interviews, some people have asked like seven or eight times. You're just yeah. trying to, you know. Uh, That's fine. I will ask. But, uh, what? I will ask. Don't worry. Yeah, you'll you'll abide your time. Yeah, I got you. I I, I won't uh, try Mickey slipping. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it's just kind of this. You know, if I have one thing to sing about. You know, kind of like, you know, you have a microphone that can the whole world can hear you. What are you going to tell them? Yeah, you got this one opportunity. What are you going to talk about? I'm going to talk about the one thing that I that I know, and that's this situation that I lived in. You know, this personal experience, and so from points like breaking up or inedible breakup, like in What About You, to after the breakup, to when I really thought we make it, and Waller County being this kind of, um, I'm screw it, I'm just going to come back home. I'm going to come see you. Yeah, kind of song too, and even best mistake ever made being looking back again, looking back fondly. It's all kind of really all I do is kind of this one main focus so far. So you're using a lot of past tense. So this is about a old relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's um, looking back fondly. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those relationships where. If it didn't end, you know, you'd still, it wouldn't be a bad thing. Not one of those, it's the opposite of like a, you know, one of those relationships where, you know, you're so glad to be out of there because it's such a toxic environment. It's not one of those. It's the nicer kind. Oh, that's a great question, Dom. I love that. Um, it's both. It's both. Uh, if I, if I, yeah, to be honest, because that's, that's what makes a song. Like, that's what, that's what I love like about country music and Americana music. It's just, it, it's life and it reflects that. It doesn't always, or even blues. Yeah. It doesn't always just say, you know, like you hear, you know, of course there's some songs, you know, just like, um, we were together. Now we're not, I'm sad. That's it. <laughs> but there's, you know, this happened, this happened. It was good. It was bad. I don't know. I'm going to get drunk and sing about it. <laughs> you know, I love that. Thing is, though, you know, it would all be blues if it would just start with the line "I woke up this morning." That would make it blues. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, when it comes to relationships, there's always pros and cons. You know, there's always arguments, but then there's always love. You know, there's there's always you know a bitter art. You know, I mean, you know, there's there's makeup sex and there's breakup sex. You know, there's mm-hmm. you know there's screaming down the phone and then just chatting down the phone. It's there's so many different. There's never. If anybody ever says there's the perfect relationship where they haven't argued, they haven't disagreed with something, and they haven't hated the other person's guts, they're lying. Because <laughs> yeah. we're human. You know, everybody has a different opinion. Everybody has different views. Everybody has different ideas. Now, if we were all the same, then life would be really goddamn boring. Um, I would have nothing to sing about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you talk about good, good times, like mm-hmm. 
can you can you like give us some some examples like where okay. where you was like the ultimate romantic or or have you got Ooh. a bad have you got a bad boy image that you got to uphold? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of both. I'm a, I'm a singer that sings a little song, but I also get in a lot of trouble, so it's a little bit of both. Um, okay. Well, in the song, there is one point where we do talk about uh, I talk about uh, dancing with her. Yeah, because I'm a singer, so you know, um, I of course love music, but I'm also you know I'm a pretty decent dancer. You know, uh, I two step. Not I'm not like break dancing or anything. Uh, whatever <laughs> the kids do these you know, days. Very, very romantic dance at two step, you know, especially when you're holding each other close and then you get to do the spin. And then it, yeah. even if you rotate it around and let her lead for a bit rather than you lead. Yeah, for sure. Why not? But uh, yeah, we did talk about that um, in the song and even another one of mine uh, I wrote years ago. Um, I don't even know what it was called because I haven't sung it in years. You know, they just kind of, you know, fall, you know, songs that used to be like the top song no longer are yeah uh, and can't really think but i remember it was the gist of it was about um dancing in front of uh her headlights okay we lived out in the country so we would just dance in front of her headlights one time or i guess a couple times probably right you so- turn up <laughs> you so turn up the music on the aux cord you know oh bless <laughs> but uh it, it, I, I, I'm, I'm just picturing now the darkest of nights with only the moonlight glow and the stars shining down, you know, just possibly even like a, either a glistening lake in the distance and some, possibly some trees and then just some head beams and then the silhouette of two people dancing. That's where my mind's just gone by the way. <laughs> Sounds like a music video to me. Hey, it does. Yeah, I had to. I had to put that in the album somewhere. I loved the idea of that. Yeah, and even though I wrote this song like a couple of years ago, I brought it back and I, I, I redid it. I reamped it. I, you know, I threw in some new stuff and I put that in there. Um, talked about a couple of Texas landmarks and other like Texas stuff. You know, kind of marketing Texas a lot because mm-hmm. I'm a Texas singer songwriter and. uh whether it be very noticeable, like how I mentioned, uh, I like the flag, <laughs> uh, how I mentioned um, Randy Rogers Band and Willie Nelson, you know, yeah. very Texas staples. It's a very uh, more slight things, like uh, musically, um, there was a couple parts that were influenced by Tom Petty, but I don't know if people would even notice it, you know, because it's kind of slight, you know. Okay. Of. I see. You see, we just for just so everybody knows, I haven't actually heard the song yet. So, <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to gauge as much as I can to create a nice, pretty picture in my head. And so far, I'm I'm, I'm really excited. But yeah, go on. A little bit of Tom Petty. Yeah, I love Tom Petty. I have a picture of Tom Petty in front of my uh, desk, to kind of inspire me writing and inspire my hair growth. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know what you look like, let, 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 let's let's go through your aesthetic. So right now you've got the one of the best beards I've seen in a long time. Thank you. Uh, there's, there's a few presenters here in the UK that have very similar beards. You know, they've got some decent length, but that is, I'm jealous. 
I'm jealous. <laughs> and you've got to the shoulder, just a bit more than the shoulder. Yeah, it's, it's getting long now. I know. Long blonde hair. Yeah. That's and, <laughs> and, and the body of Dwayne Johnson. And the body of Dwayne Johnson. And the great yeah. thing, and the shimmer of Edward Cullen. Just that <laughs> sparkle in the sunlight. Because there's this bright bit of a sunlight behind you. Yeah, it's just, uh, I, I need to get like some shade, like darker blinds or something. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's it's all right, but if I'm like, I don't know, doing homework on the computer or something, I don't know. But, I'm 20. We like to live in darkness. <laughs> don't we all? I mean, <laughs> I've I've got a pair of blackout curtains to my left, and I don't, I think it's very, very rare I actually physically open them because I'm always on my computer. And if I've got my curtains open, there's just too much glare and I can't see what I'm editing. So <laughs> I get what you mean. <laughs> I mean, I'm 28, yeah. so. <laughs> I get oh. you. And that brings us back to Edward Cullen. So we like darkness. We like, we don't like <laughs> the sunlight. Oh. I, like, I like how we're talking about like one of the most upbeat songs I've done, best stick ever made. And just like, I like darkness. <laughs> Seems like we should be going back to, I really thought we'd make it. <laughs> Oh, so upbeat songs. Let, 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 let's go back to it. Okay. Um, uh, so, okay. When when did you actually officially, officially write the song? Well, the first time, um, I remember I had just graduated high school, like a couple of days. Okay. Um, I actually had the idea a little bit, just kind of driving. Uh, I was playing gigs and... I would, I would go to like an open mic and then a gig and then like a couple more open mics until everything was closed at like three or four in the morning and I'd go home and I'd probably just, or I'd just go like write songs after and then go home as like the sun is rising. Yeah. Um, and I remember I had saw Turnpike Tributors for the first time, oh, or yeah. actually for the only time uh, in <laughs> concert. Um, and it was at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo and it was right before they broke up or postponed whatever mm-hmm. um, so i got to see that and i just you know i loved it i was fans of theirs before of course um and i just kind of had this kind of idea i was just kind of driving home had this idea something upbeat and it was pretty different from what it is now actually because it's been so long it's evolved a lot you know yeah and uh a couple days later you know it was like Two or three days after I graduated high school, I guess. Couldn't really write a song when you're graduating high school that day, you know. A lot of stuff going on, so it escapes your mind, I guess. But uh, yeah. my friend Bailey had a uh, graduation party, and I don't think I've ever told her this. So I'll have to send send this to her. Um, I was late because I was writing this song. Um, or the original version of this song, and for a few months after this was like my best song i had yeah um the song and then you know time went by i wrote some more stuff and it wasn't the best song anymore um and so i revisited i revisited it (laughs) if i could speak yeah i just i do the same thing Mm -hmm. it's a lot better when i can rehearse what i have to say and to you know but with a singing voice, if I could speak, you know, 
Um, Have you ever thought about going to like voice presenting, like stadium stadium announcers? Because that was very very stadium announcer. <laughs> We're next on the pitch. Hold on, you look nuts. We're time for overhold. I don't know something like that. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, go on back uh, to Bailey. Yeah, uh, she had a graduation party, so I was late to her party um, because I was writing this song. Um, it was like the top song for a while, and it just kind of fell by the wayside as time went on. And uh, I revisited it when I did uh, those 1,200 songs for the album, and we went over, actually, I think. And me and the band, we were doing, like, guerrilla recordings. If you don't know what that is, it's just kind of recording on your iPhone. You know, don't need to pay for studio time. It's just so you can hear the songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't even do that for all of them. It was just kind of, we played through them. I'm like, okay, that one sucks. Throw it out. This one's good. Put it to the side. So we made like a yes, no, and a maybe. Yeah. Until we just kind of took out all the trash songs. Um, and this one was about to go into the no pile. And I was like, you know, I remember this one being the top song. Maybe I can mess with it a little bit, you know? So I took it home, messed with it. Uh, I put some new music behind it, similar, but I, I changed it up a little bit, made it a little bit more complex and a little bit less repetitive. Uh, you know, I, I amped it up a little bit. Um, I put some new words on there, made it a little better, put a new verse, put a badass guitar and violin solo. And uh, the drum parts are awesome. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, Ooh. yeah. Can, 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 you give us, can you give us a little bit of the beat? Of the drum pad. Obviously, you haven't got drums on you, but if you can imitate it. Well, I can do this. Oh, yes. I should get a pick. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I hope this is in tune. Close enough. No, that, that's that's not that's not far out. I mean, that's not far out of tune, and that sounded. Oh, oh! I'm excited. There, I, I want to talk about like I like this part and this part, but I don't want to like give it away. You know? Okay, we'll we'll, we'll use like code phrases. So, mm. just try. Think instead of saying the part that you like, you know, the actual name of the part, just use a random phrase, but kind of similar to that part. It's kind of similar to that part. I'm just trying to think of a way to like allow you to talk about it, but not talk about <laughs> it, but talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, so a bit like saying, oh, well, the first verse, I love it for this bit. And... Mm. Well, kind of throughout it. And towards the end of some of the verses, I love the, okay, we're going to use code names. I love the Ralph Stanley. Ooh. You know, only like five or six people know who that is. Um, Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know who that is? I know. Huh? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I can just, I can feel all the people Googling right now. <laughs> 
See, what I'm going to do, I'll bring my keyboard closer to the microphone as well so that people can hear me Googling as well. <laughs> Bear in mind, yeah. I'm doing this with one finger as well. Because <laughs> I'm holding the keyboard up. I genuinely did know who he was. I just forgot his name. <laughs> you know, when you when you look at his songs, you start. It's like, oh shit! <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm there's there's stranger. a certain movie. There, there's a certain movie that introduced a lot of people to a couple of his songs, and people will just be like, "Oh, that guy." Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just like I, I just picked a random code name I thought would kind of fit the. Uh, <laughs> I, I I think people will probably get if they listen to this. If you li- if listeners, if you're listening to this podcast after the song comes out, and you've heard it. You, I don't know. You you might you might get it. You might not. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I've I've dropped harder hints in my music, and I've dropped easier hints in my music. So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But uh, I, I'm I'm gutted. I mean, fire in the blood. Ah. <laughs> oh, but, um, you know when you know when you realize. Oh, oh, I hate myself sometimes. You know when your brain goes to motion, you're thinking, "Who's that? Who's that? Who's it? Oh, and you actually do search, and it's like, "Oh crap! I should have known that." <laughs> It's all good, man. Did, when's the last time anybody listened to Ralph Stanley other than like me and like the people in that movie? Yeah. I have no idea anymore. Very, very, very old school stuff right there. Um, but no, I think this song, I think like Flatland Calvary, you know, Shane Smith and the Saints. Yes. Yes. Big fan of them. Um, I have not met them yet, but I would love to. Because um, we play a lot of the same same areas. We play if, a lot of the same places. If you, um, it, going, going on a similar question to that then, if you could meet up with any artist that you could or even play on stage with any artist that you could, who would it be? Dead or alive? Oh, dead or alive? Dead or alive. Oh, crap. Oh, oh damn! Um, mm, that's a hard one, man. Um, you know, I might maybe I know you're a country guy because this is called Country Chat with Dom, but I might you see. Have to go remember, re- every day is a school day for me. So even if it's somebody I haven't heard of before, I'm going to research and I'm going to listen. <laughs> well, I love BB King. Yes. Okay. Um, but also, I used to say the Eagles to this because I thought okay. a lot of people know the Eagles. I go up there, and a lot of people that know my music or would like my music would find my music. But I'm starting to think now, Tom Petty. If I can get anyone at any time, I know I've mentioned him four or five times today. Not a bad choice. Um, See, people. I mean, 
to me, I'm surprised Tom Petty isn't like the top of everybody's list because everyone always goes for like the Johnny Cashes or even yeah. going, you know, to you know, like the rockier side, going to like Queen, you know, mm. Freddie Mercury. But nobody, <sighs> Tom Petty. I've, I've kind of just, I've never met them, of course. Um, oh, if only. But, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always kind of seen, or um, I've just kind of seen Tom Petty from watching live videos and Chris Christopherson as both to be just kind of like big kids. Yeah. You know, like when Chris Christopherson would talk about playing with the highwaymen and you'd just be like, man, can you believe we're playing with those guys? And they'd be like, you're Chris freaking Christopherson. You're one of those guys. <laughs> I know. And, I, I, th- I think a lot of, I think a lot of artists have always said the same thing you know, about other yeah. artists, but then the other artists say the same about those artists. I mean, Chris Christopherson might have been saying it about Johnny Cash and Johnny Cash might have been saying it about Chris. And I think, yeah. I think he does actually. I mean, I've just started his, uh, Johnny Cash's autobiography, Cash. And I think he says something about it in there. I'll have to go back and double check. That's cool. I haven't seen that one. I've got the, I think it's the man in black looking at my bookshelf from a ways away. Yeah, I've just been looking over at my bedside table. Oh, <laughs> over the ear, over yonder, over yonder. Oh, can't be a bit of um, British colloquialism. Mm. Oh man, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can only imagine because, like, Chris Christopherson talking about Johnny Cash, and then Johnny Cash talking about, I don't know, like Jimmy Rogers, or he said he always wanted to meet AP Carter. Yeah. Um, and then AP Carter talking about, I don't know who the hell AP Carter would talk about. <laughs> you see, every, everybody growing up, everybody growing up, whether the, the start of an industry or towards the end of the industry, or no matter where you are in life, you, there's always people you look up to and there's always people that you want to help up. You know, there's, mm-hmm. you know, particularly, it's very, 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 very rare that there's people out there to pull somebody down. You know, everybody yeah. wants to help each other, particularly in this umbrella of country music, whether it's Americana, whether it's folk, whether it's bluegrass, whether it's, you know, blues, whether it's rock, you know, all the kind of branches of country music. We tend to want to help each other rather than try and say, well, listen to me and not them kind of thing. Right. Which yeah, I think is, I, which I think is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I try to do that, and especially because... You know, in, in, in my mind, um, I'm just some kid, you know, because I mean, hell, that's kind of been my nickname for like five years in the music business is Charlie the Kid. I've had much worse ones. Yeah. So I try to stick with that one. It's 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 a lot more PG. It's a lot nicer. <laughs> <laughs> but because, uh, uh, you know, I'm always the youngest person on the stage. I'm always the youngest person. And I'm actually not even supposed to be in the venue and I'm playing it. Yeah. Thing is, though, you don't look like a kid. (laughs) I've said this last time, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it again. The moment you shave that beard and cut your hair, I won't even recognize you. No one will. (laughs) I bet that's why you've done it. Exactly. Change of identity, just overnight. Midnight flick, shave the beard, shave the head, and just go off into the sunset. Yeah, every morning when I want to grow it back, I just eat like a bunch of chia seeds and it's like, chia. Yeah. <laughs> or it's just Velcro. It's all Velcro and just, it's my Clark Kent. Just, 
<laughs> it's like Scooby Doo so, pulling off the masks. <laughs> my my wedding planner cancelled. That's brilliant. Oh, going back, going back before I start howling. <laughs> best mistake I've ever made. Mm-hmm. So, what is the best mistake you've ever made? The girl. Um, she actually told me um, a couple of times, multiple times, um, that it's just like it was over. This is the worst. Uh, this is the biggest mistake we've ever made, or I've ever made. Um, and I said, "Well." And I was young, so I probably didn't say this exactly. I probably stuttered a bunch and probably took myself 20 minutes or so. Probably said a couple stupid things in between. But I did say, um, if that was the best mistake, if that was the biggest mistake we've ever made, that was the best mistake I've ever made. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just kind of looked back fondly. You know, there was a lot of things that weren't great. You know, there was the uh, the breakups in between, the, uh, the what about you, and the, I really thought we'd make it. But, uh, and even, but there was also, you know, the Waller counties, you know, going back to her, you know, there was dancing in front of the headlights, you know, there was listening to Randy Rogers band and Willie Nelson, you know, and yeah, me trying to explain who the hell Tom Petty is. (laughs) Oh, I mean, what kind of music was she into? Um, she was, ooh, ooh. I can't drop too many big hints, but I did something kind of bad. Okay, so <laughs> she was into one particular Americana singer. And okay. this is she did we neither of us even knew what Americana was, just this one guy, right? And um a little while, a few years later, I was like, Oh, that's that's the guy. I'm not gonna say his name. Like, that's the guy who sings that song. And it's like, but by this time I know what Americana is. I call myself an Americana singer, all that. And so I get in touch with him. We start talking. Um, guy used to sing her favorite song way back when. Um, he actually had me do like an online Zoom thing because he teaches other musicians. Yeah. And I actually had to uh, come in for a Zoom thing to teach his class or help him teach his class, one of the classes. Um, and I'm actually friends with this guy now. And we talk all the time. I've told him about this song coming out. He's heard all my other ones, or at least all the good ones. Can't say who he is, but her old favorite song was by this singer that I'm now friends with. And I just had to, I had to be a little petty. You know, I had to, I had to go out of my way. That was like the, one of the first things I did when I got to college, actually. I remember that was like the coolest thing. I taught this class. Brand marketing as a musician. Yeah. Yeah. Grow out your hair and get a beard. Just kidding. Um, uh, other than that, one singer, she liked a bunch of uh, country music and pop music and country pop that I don't know much about. Um, I can't give too much away. Oh, I, I feel like you're Googling. <laughs> I'm not Googling. You're like <laughs> scrolling through something. See who Charlie's friends with. Maybe we can find this singer. Like, this no, is cool. this 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 is true investigative journalism right here. <laughs> I, it, there's a lot of musicians I'm I'm friends with, so I mean it's a big pool to draw from. Big pool to draw from. At work, go, like how we like to talk about tangents. At work, mm-hmm. I um, 
I, I was talking to one of my colleagues and just casually chatting. Mm-hmm. And he ended up telling me his old primary school. And, and I said, all right then. So I want to guess something right now. And I want to guess that you played for this, pri- this, this, um, like not kindergarten, the step up above, step up above kindergarten. And I want to guess that your email password is this school, but instead of the first letter, it's like a dollar sign. And in, right at the end, there's going to be a one and an exclamation mark. It goes, you need to, you need to go away. Because I figured out his exact password just from that one phrase he mentioned. I think it was like a week prior to that. It's just something that just stuck in my head. And I managed to work out his exact passwords. And the shocking thing was he used that same password for a lot of his accounts. So I managed to get into like his Facebook. I managed to get into his Twitter. People really need to watch what passwords they use. Man, I, I'm telling you, you're you're going places with this journalism. I'll I'll, I'll post I'll post the uh, podcast and stuff when it comes out, and I'll put it online, like on my website, like the other one, of course. Maybe a couple musicians will see. You know, I'll I'll spread the word around, but do not give him any hints about your email. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, um, this this one this song is pretty cool. We're all excited about it. Um, we've already released uh, information about the whole um, about all the singles we're releasing. We just haven't put you know the names behind them or the dates behind them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We said uh, there's six singles we're releasing before the album, three of which are out already, of course, and this will be the fourth. Um. So we've got two more before the big, the big album, and it's. Not at all. Not at all. Completely nerve-wracking. What's been the most nerve-wracking part of everything, then, that you've done so far? I would say time. Time? Time, for for sure. And trying to uh, manage everyone. Like, uh, musicians are extremely difficult to manage. Uh, And, you know, trying to get all of this, uh, you know, scheduling and all that, you know, this didn't work. This doesn't work. We need to change this last minute. I'm like, well, this doesn't work for this person. Since there's so many people working on this giant project, it has to work for everyone. We've got a guy flying in from New York to play on this album. We got, well, I should have, I should have flipped these around, but we got my friend, my friend coming up from Houston. So it's like five, six hours. I should have said the New York thing second, because now Houston doesn't seem like much of a big deal. Houston is a big deal. I mean, Houston's huge. I mean, I only had to... I, when I was in San Antonio, I went up to Louisiana, because um, we were going to a casino. Mm-hmm. And obviously, because there's no casinos in Texas. And you, ha- you have to go through... I can't remember what uh, interstate it was. But it's the one that goes through Houston up towards Louisiana, and just even driving through, it's oh, it's huge. I mean, it took us a good hour, and that that that's that was with no traffic, just to get from one side to the other. And Houston's the only place I've ever been to where it get it's an hour to get from Houston to Houston. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, luckily, I mean. 
further, that, that was probably one of the longer distances that we had to drive, you know, whilst I was over there. So kind of mm-hmm. lucky. But for those that live in Houston, need to get to the other side of Houston, I feel sorry for you Houstonians. Just, oh. well, what do you call people who live in Houston? Just Houstonians. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> Tired of traffic. <laughs> oh, isn't everybody? I mean, I, San Antonio, uh, 1604, that got the Lupra that goes around. Yeah. That's horrible. Going through to Dallas, that's oh, just getting to the airport itself is just, ugh. Just yeah, traffic you, you gotta kind of get used to it. Yeah, <laughs> Houston always seems to me to be a little bit more organized in terms of the roads. Dallas Fort Worth is just kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. But um, since I've lived here, you know, I've actually haven't had too much trouble with traffic. I don't know if because now I can only remember pandemic. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's because I usually drive home at like two or three in the morning after a show. <laughs> that might be part of the reason. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, late night. I mean, I prefer driving in you know late nights. You know, one, two, three, four o'clock in the morning. That's particularly when I go to like an airport. I'd rather be getting the earlier flight to go mm. at night time because it is so much easier. Late night. Um. Yeah. Like during during my tour. Last year, I pretty much just mostly just drove at night. So it's just easier, just simpler. Also, because, you know, during the day, I'll probably have a show and I'll be like working really hard to like get ready for the show. I don't want to do anything mess it up. I want to be far away and like something happened, you know, knock on wood, my car break down or something. Yeah. I'll be far away. I'd rather be there the night before, even if it is, you know, a little rough to, you know, we've fallen asleep at the wheel and all, but uh, I'd rather be there, ready to go long, long before the show starts. Where's, has, have you ever been in a breakdown before? You know, where you can't broken down. Where's the most craziest place that you've broken down? Ooh. Mm. I don't know if I can tell that one on here. <laughs> <laughs> or the other one. Um, Statue of Limitations, unless it's yeah. the song. Oh, yeah, that that does sound like a yeah. <laughs> um, hmm, 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 hmm. Okay, um, all right, I got one, but it's not as funny because the funny ones could get me in a lot of trouble for telling. But I did. My car broke down before. I have the one now. I had my old '97 F two fifty, so it was. It could legally drink, and I can't. <laughs> and um, oh, that's brilliant. I mean, we're lucky in the well. I say lucky. I mean, we 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 can drink here in the UK at the age of eighteen, legally. Yeah. Whereas you got to wait till twenty one. Well, yeah, I, I can could grow a 16. beard at sixteen. So, I, <laughs> or really, I think I had my beard at like fourteen. That, 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 that's so bizarre to me I mean well I, it, it wasn't this thick or anything it yeah was, yeah don't lie I bet, I bet one day you woke up and it was just like <laughs> for those that are wondering what the random bits of silence is I'm still scrolling through through your um, yeah <laughs> well, which social are you on right now 
You see, that'd be cheating. I can't tell you. I've got to try and find it and then... Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. And then I'm going to run... Well, now I'm doing it to just, just to guess, like, where you're at now. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, my old my old truck broke down a lot, but it was it was cool. It was you know it was older than me. I I loved that truck, and actually in Waller County, I mentioned it in the chorus. Um, if I get out of this Ford, I'll be in Waller County. That old F two fifty because it would break down all the time. So um, the speedometer would only go up to ninety miles an hour, um, but it would actually go faster than that. So the it's ninety miles an hour. Is that the actual maximum it was on the... No. Or is, is that just as far as it would go on there, but you was actually... Oh. That it, like... it'll, go, it'll go faster, but um, this, the uh, actual needle itself would just kind of sit like at the 90. It'll, like, <laughs> it can't go any past, past that. It'll just kind of like start vibrating, and then it'll start moving backwards, even though you're going faster. That, doesn't, um, that sounds really, really safe. Yeah. Well, to be fair, not just the needle would vibrate, the whole truck would shake. So Oh what? <laughs> so it's not that bad. Yeah. But um so that's where that line came from. Uh if I get out of this Ford or all I know for sure is I'm going well over ninety. Um just I just I mean See, we 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 don't have the statute of limitations here. We, if we say something that we've done illegal, then we get told off for it. So yeah. I mean, I I've driven fast. <laughs> I'm not saying how fast I went. <laughs> I've just oh mind. that 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 is um. I mean, seventy two miles an hour is very very fast. Miles per hour. Hmm. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, we we um we we go by miles per hour. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh. Well, learn something new every day. So yeah, I'll uh, because <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get told off by the um by the police. <laughs> I'm going to write it down. Man. I have done that. I'm sure many of the listeners, many. Damn. Impressive. 72 miles an hour. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) my car was shaking. Just. (laughs) Um, That was, that was downhill as well. Um, just a bit of, I mean, I've only got a little 1.1, um, eco diesel. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not a powerful car. It's a very, very, it, it's very fuel efficient when you drive it fuel efficiently. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, um, yeah. I used to have to to save money on gas. I would always have to drive really slow because it was a big diesel truck. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't go over like fifty five miles an hour, and I just had to like keep it there, even if the road was like seventy or something, just to. Especially like in high school, you know. Yeah, I mean, what 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 was your ex ex girl's thoughts on your um, your cars? You know, 
Terrified. Terrified. Absolutely, absolutely hated it. Yeah. I mean, what did you scream? What you know? <laughs> what did you, did you did when when you, when she's telling you off for driving? Mm-hmm. You know, at seventy four miles an hour. What? What did she scream? You know, and what did you reply back to her? Well, she was. How would I put this? Out of my league. So I try to keep her. I would try to keep her happy. You know, she was like way out of my league. Um, but so, I actually do. So you, sorry, what, what you'd do is you'd, you'd shout blank, calm down. Just, um, <laughs> oh, no, I would never you. say that to her. Oh, no, 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 no. I would never. Those are the two bad, worst words. No, no. You've got it right. You've got it right. Don't ever, ever say that to anybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, I can just feel myself getting angry with myself just for saying calm down. <laughs> I feel like there's there's going to be something censored on this podcast now. So you're just going to tell herself, uh, uh, like, no, I would never say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. See, I've got some sound effects um, pre-saved on my laptop, and it's me going moo and nay. <laughs> Just I can blank out people's, you know, when people talk about songs and it's too early to say the song title, but they want to talk about it. I do that usually. Oh, then can we say what I meant by Ralph Stanley? Yeah. I love. Okay. 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 That makes sense. Right? Oh, that, that makes so much sense. Yes. Like you see it now, right? Yeah. Um, And there's this one particular part that repeats and it just like really highlights the Ralph Stanley and it sounds awesome. I love it. So Charlie, now that Mm -hmm. I'm allowed to say the word and obviously nobody else is allowed to hear it, is Mm -hmm. it your that you play with or is it somebody else's? Um, actually... It's uh, the guitar player Steve's. Uh, I just watched him play uh, while I was off in the corner. Okay, so you like to watch him whilst you're in the corner? Or, or, is, yeah. Steve, or is Steve in the corner playing his... I don't know. I'm in the corner. He, he's, we're just watching from the studio. Ah, okay. Um, I did get a couple of pictures of him playing with his... Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I tell him I did that. I should probably tell him. No, you want to keep those pictures for yourself. I mean, sometimes <laughs> in the future, you can, if you ever have kids, you can show these pictures to your kids. That's right. We can do like a, like a sweepstakes, like a competition with the fans and just send it out to a couple of fans. A lot of people don't know this, but I actually know how to play. Oh, okay. Are you actually good with it? I'm all right. I don't have as much experience as Steve. Uh, okay. Uh, now, obviously, I I don't. I'd I'd love to play with, but I I don't know. I I can't do the proper hand technique. You know, playing the. It's. It, you know, you know what I mean. You've got to mm-hmm. have that right kind of technique yeah. with it. You've got to have that it, right the right grips, the right, just the way that you use your fingers. I just couldn't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've kind of messed up my hand a little bit from it. Uh, you know, just kind of practicing too much, you know, Mm -hmm. 
Um, but, you know, I once, uh, you know, because all the guys are in different bands, I once saw Steve in a uh, kind of a Dixieland jazz group. And um, I saw him up on stage playing his. And I've never seen him happier. So I knew, okay, we've got to get him playing his on some of these songs. And uh, the crowd loved it. I, I noticed they got a couple extra tips when he whipped that thing out. And I'll admit, a couple of them were mine too. I, I you know, you gotta, you gotta show support. Was was you was you making it rain with the tips? Oh, he, a little bit, yeah, a little bit, yeah. When he, uh, do you do you have change for a five? Yeah, <laughs> I got all these ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, now I want to say he's. I'm really intrigued. I, I can send you the picture if you want. Oh, please! I mean, I <laughs> will do. I mean, will do. Obviously, I, I'm 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 looking at. A right now and it it is beautiful mm. this this is an interesting one i haven't done this one i haven't done this before oh so <laughs> the cover art for the for the best mistake i've ever made is it going to mm-hmm. feature a on the front no um, we actually, 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 we do have a lot of uh, alternate versions. We've got some uh, some versions that have a really big front. It's because it's mainly it's kind of the focus. But I wanted to be a little bit more subtle about it, you know. So you know, just kind of gently slide the in, you know, um, and you know, me and I, I was actually gonna have like a. Uh, it, it was just an alternate version, you know, big. And a couple small is right behind it, and um, you know it, it wasn't the best one. So, what's the biggest I've ever seen? Mm. You know, uh, I once played in uh, San Antonio, and uh, I was playing this place. Um, it was called like Muddy Waters or something like that, and um, we were playing, and uh, this guy. Uh, I think his name was like Mike or Mark or something like that. We were playing with, and uh, he was playing his, and he's kind of a well-known player. Uh, we all went to watch him play, of course. And well, this other guy, uh, we were, we all went out to uh, eat afterwards and we were just kind of hanging out and kind of, um, he got there before us and he had a, uh, he had his case down, uh, by our feet and everything and just kind of out in the middle of nowhere uh while we were just kind of hanging out he uh pulled out just this really weird it was biggest one i ever seen it didn't really look right yeah i've never seen one like it i guess he he got it cust it was custom or something i don't i don't know I but mean, it was I- unique i'd always be worried cuz sometimes Sometimes the can look a bit thin, and I'm worried about. I'd be worried about breaking, particularly the head. I'd, I'd hate to break the head. Yeah, I, I've seen it happen. Uh, I, I've spent a lot of time at, Ooh. and uh, you know, musicians will always be talking about their equipment, and uh, I, I've I've heard a couple of horror stories. You know, being on the road. You know, getting kind of rowdy and accidentally, you know, messing up your 
but I once saw um, that guy, uh, Mike or Mark play, and he actually had that guy with the big come out and it was pretty cool, but I don't know. It just, you know, what's the point of having it that big? I mean, you know, like what's, what's that going to do? You know, at that point, it's just, it's always the phrase, you know, it's not about the size, it's about how you use it. And if you're good with your tool, if you're good with equipment, then it's going to have, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the best experience for everybody. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I've played a couple of other people's here and there. Yeah. Um, I'd, yeah I'd, and, happily, I'd happily play with someone else's. Yeah, for sure. Um, and even when I was with a couple different record labels when I was younger, I used to just kind of borrow their equipment and act like it was my own, but you know, it just kind of experience and you got to play with a little intensity, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you got to put some, put some soul into it, you know, put some back into it, you know, the best mistake I've ever made. So it's out Friday. Yes. Friday. Um, it's cool. It's got a little bit of a little mixture of all the other songs, you know, kind of vibes, um, pretty upbeat song. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, me and my team, we think this might be, uh, even larger commercial success than, uh, the last three. Um, you know, they all had different markets where they each did better in. I know, um, what about you has done really well in terms of, streaming and uh, radio play in the long run waller county came out and did really really well really quickly um but waller county did better in the long run you know yeah uh i really thought we make it did better in terms of like uh critical reviews but not so much in like radio play that sort of thing and we think best stake i ever made is going to you know cover all the bases i think that's what it's about though i mean it's about I mean, ideally, everybody wants the best of everything. But occasionally, mm-hmm. particularly, you know, at the start, it's about find, getting people to find you and to know you as an artist and then getting other people to listen. I mean, looking at your listening stats here, you know, mm-hmm. for What About You and Waller County, you can't, you can't grumble, particularly at 19. And, you know, this is, you've got three here. You know, you've got a fourth coming out soon. Plus some in the future, you know, some extras in the future. I mean, you know, you're nailing it. You really are. I said it at the start. I'll keep saying, you know, I love your sound. I love your tone. I love the way that you approach songwriting and music. And just, you're hilarious. I mean, this past hour, I mean, we've been chatting <laughs> for an hour now. And it, it feels like two seconds because I've just loved every second of it. Yeah, man, me too. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a lot of these interviews and uh, so far, both of these have been some of the best ones. You see, you just don't know what you're going to get sometimes with me. You just, as soon as, as soon as, you know, we start talking about, you know, a good old, then, Mm -hmm. oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, I, I will say though, there is one interview, best interview I have ever had. Um, there was this uh, street in Dallas. I played every single venue except for one because they uh, stopped doing music because of COVID. Yeah. Um, 
and I played just about every place and I was playing there constantly. So I was getting recognized a lot, uh, especially in that area. I get it every now and then, but especially in that area. And they won't usually know my name. We'll just be like, you're the guitar guy. <laughs> you're the kid. Yeah, you're the kid. Yeah, I get that one. Yeah. Uh, especially if I'm wearing that hat that I always wear on the covers and on stage, you know, if I don't wear it, I, you know, I become like Clark Kent, you know, <laughs> but uh, uh, I was, well, I actually played all up and down that street and there's this bakery down that street and they would give me just free stuff just cause. And I was like, okay, that's very nice of you. I didn't ask, you know, just, you know, they like the music and all that. So um, I didn't take advantage, but uh, so I would just, you know, get a couple small things and cause it's way better than the grocery store. Yeah. Best stuff ever. And um, this guy I'm walking by and I have to park like a little ways down cause it's, you know, only parking I know there and I walk and this guy just kind of flips out. And I didn't even know it was about me because that's not, you know, in my head, you know, I'm just some kid, you know, but uh, this guy just flips out, pulls out his phone. He's just like, oh, dude, you're you're that guy. You're that music guy. You're the guy with the guitar. I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm Clapton. Good to meet you. And uh, (laughs) Eric, Eric Clapton. (laughs) You can call me Eric. (laughs) (laughs) He just kind of starts flipping out dude what are you doing right now where are you going i bet you're gonna do some crazy rock star stuff right so i'm gonna go to the bakery and like <laughs> you just like bakery getting a scone just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing after i'm just like i'm, I'm going to the optometrist I'm just <laughs> so done like, so rock and roll yeah Let rock on. and roll yeah, I mean, it's it's like a Wednesday. Like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. You know, I'm all boring now. I'm three years sober. I don't even eat dairy anymore. Just like you know, just come out of rehab. Yeah, yeah, come out of rehab. The first thing I wanted was that fucking baguette. Or baguette. Yeah, and the, and so this dude's just. It sounds like he's trying to be like he's like a boring hype man. But I just was caught off guard. So he's just like, all right, you have fun with that. It just sounds so like he just failed, like he just gave up. And he was walking away and he was still talking to his phone and he looked real close into it. And he was just, a, you know, just right next to me. He just went, man, that's some bullshit. I was like, it was like I was right there walking away like I wasn't even there. It's like, I mean. That was by far the funniest interview I've ever done. I've watched it a million times. I need to find this. Right? Yeah. I don't even have like the full version. I just have like the, cause like I started, I thought it was funny. So I took like a clip of it on my phone, but I got to find like this dude. He, I guess he probably put it online, didn't tag me or whatever. So by the way, listeners, if you ever find me, see stuff about me, whatever, tag me, please. <laughs> Because I want to see it. Sometimes they're really funny and I never see it. Can you tell us any more about like the album? The album. Well, um, I've already said uh, it's 14 songs plus an intro track. Mm-hmm. Um, very. It's it's actually not that long because uh, you, know, you put it all together. Each song is roughly three and a half minutes or so. So it's, it's about an hour all in total. It's not too crazy, you know. Most of these records are. 
like an hour, you know, and they're usually like 10, 12 songs or so. Yeah. Um, it, it, it explores a couple of different things, you know, and uh, kind of like a best mistake I ever made. This one kind of sums it all up, but there's a couple other ones in there that I particularly like that are a little bit out there, you know, while now doing these first three, uh, I kind of showed my main three sides. And then this next one being kind of like my main deal, this is what I do. And uh, kind of after that, you go kind of into the deep cuts on the album. You can kind of see, okay, he does other stuff as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's some awesome, awesome musicians playing on it too. And, um, like Andrew Duncan on saxophone. Yeah. Awesome. He's a, he was in the uh, one o'clock lab band, which is a Grammy winning jazz band. And he's the one flying in from uh, New York. Bloody hell. Right. Like what, 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 when, what, what do you do to get, like, what, what, what do you say? Do you, don't you just like freak out on an email? Like (laughs) hoping that just by chance somebody uh, might say yes. Oh, I, that's actually not how it happened. It was more like uh, I went to the crossroads and I, I made a deal. And so now I work with all these great musicians. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and now I'm on the charts and radio play. Oh, country yeah, chat yeah. with Dom, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, this is it. You know, as soon as you get to country chat with Dom, you know you've peaked. You know, you're at that yeah. peak. Yeah, I remember when, you know, Tom Petty and Elvis Presley, you know, did country chat with Dom. Yeah. I, I mean, those were the days, you know. So which lifetime was that? That must have been three lifetimes of- yeah. Oh, but and yeah. Ne- next week, who is it? Like Justin Bieber? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. I used to like you. Oh, this, this, this. So this was country chat with Dom. Um, this this past hour, it suddenly has uh, disappeared. <laughs> oh, was I forgot to save it? Oh, but yeah, I mean. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the album. For those, for those that haven't checked out your music yet, just, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> it, it really, I, 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 I still listen to albums. I'm one of the few people that do. And when I do, it's either usually I'll do like playlists or whatever. By the way, add me to your favorite playlists. But also, um, like if I'm driving. Cause I drive a lot or if I'm cleaning the house or yeah. whatever, cooking, whatever. And, you know, it's just kind of perfect for, you know, just put something on. I don't like to be on my phone and drive at the same time. So just put something on and, and go, you know, and uh, I took that into consideration with the album. Also know that it's, you know, 21st century people are just going to kind of click one or the other somewhere, you know. You see, uh, I've, I've just taken up, couch to 5k which is a running app basically gets you basically from being a couch potato sitting on your sitting on your butt all day eating potato chips to actually getting some form of exercise mm. and Ew. i know it's i don't know what's going on i mean this 2020 is really messing with my head <laughs> and so what i what i tend to do is i just i choose an artist and i hit shuffle for that artist mm. And I am so, 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 so looking forward to getting your album. So I can just hit that shuffle, so I can hit that play, add you to my playlist, get you going, and then I've got a running track to go with. 
Hell yeah. Hell That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll be the first track. That's the intro track. Guess who's listening right now? Dom. That's right. Have a good run, Dom. And then it just goes into what about you? Bow, now, 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 now. <laughs> oh, that. You see, you, you, that that's going to make my day. You know, I'm going to wake up in the morning. Can't wait to first hit play. Just about to start my run and then hear that. I mean, I mean, if that doesn't happen now, you know, I'm, not, I'm just going to be so devastated. I'm going to be so, mm. I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I might have to even take off my running shoes and do it barefoot over broken <laughs> glass. So when I, where can people find you on social media as a reminder? Mm. Um, on Twitter, I am the Charlie Cope. On Instagram, I'm the real Charlie Cope. Um, Facebook, I'm just Charlie Cope. Cope is in how you cope with all this great music. <laughs> um, yeah, just um, really when in doubt, you can Google me. It's all on my knowledge panel on Google. You can go to my website on the homepage on the very bottom. There's my social media links you can click on. Uh, follow me you know let send me a message let me know you're you're listening i I love talking with new people and uh tell me what you think and all that if you love it you hate it i prefer to hear if you love it but i'll I'll take either or um when people go to your website what else can they see oh they can see all kinds of stuff dom i i i'm a very modest person but my website is badass so if you google me Charlie Cope, Cope is in Cope, Cope is in Charlie Cope. Uh, if you Google me, you see my knowledge panel, pretty little picture of me, either singing or very angry with a microphone, either one. Um, and my drummer Riley in the background, uh, looking a little like he doesn't know what's going on, doesn't know he's getting his picture taken. Um, a little bio, and you see some of my social medias, my website, of course. And my gigs, if you're in the area, make sure to come out to a show and even let me know you're coming so I can give you a nice little shout out. Um, but while you click on the website, charliecoatmusic.com, it's just on Google. Just Google my name. Uh, you get all kinds of pictures, um, stuff about singles, stuff about being uh, charting, um, events coming up. Other guys, last year's recap, we got all kinds of good stuff. But the most important thing is the country chat with Dom. That is the number one thing. If you just go to press, it's it's in there somewhere. Right at the top. That's right, <laughs> right at the top. Now, what I was before you said that, I was going to kick off saying that when you click on events on today's mm-hmm. day, now, I was I was half expecting it to say, you know, interview with Country Chat with Dom. Mm. All right. Well, I have to put that for the day it releases, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, well, <laughs> I'll send you a message. <laughs> I'll edit that out. Um. All right. So yeah, people check check out Charlie's website, check out Charlie's music, and just Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, just follow. Just that's what it's about. It's about I mean it costs nothing to visit a website. It costs nothing to follow. It costs nothing to put a a bit of music on a playlist or even just to click that follow or click that like button on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music. It costs nothing. 
and it helps the artist massively. It so, does very much. Everybody check out Charlie if you haven't already after the first episode. Charlie, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure again to chat with you. Thanks for thanks for having me. And if we ever do it again, I'll bring my Oh, oh. <laughs> now you've made me very excited to see you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you everybody for listening. I shall see you all next time. Take care and have a good week. Bye for now. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chats on all things country music.